Hello and welcome to A Voice of Progression. I am your host, David Cox. Today, I would like to start off by stating that I am so grateful for all the love that was shown toward me and my family as we honored and celebrated the life of my dear mother, my co-host, my best friend, my ride to die, Mildred Stinson Cox. She transitioned from this earthly world on October 12th, 2022. We are so thankful for all the words of kindness, expression of sympathy, love, and support during this time of bereavement. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, today's podcast was recorded some time ago. It is the very last recording that I did with my co-host, Mom. Let me give you a small recap for those of you who have not been following along. I think telling this will help you see how powerful the Spirit of God works. My co-host normally follows my lead on producing the content for the podcast. However, she felt an urgency to take the lead when she took on the topic of Road versus Wade. I did not catch up with her lead until I heard a message on a Sunday morning while live streaming a service at the Unity of Houston where the Reverend David Alexander, Minister of Spiritual Center of Atlanta, preached a sermon entitled The Wisdom of Oneness, Understanding Our Value in a Divided World. Today we will be listening to a short excerpt of that message. When I heard the message for the very first time, I looked over at my mom as she was sitting in her recliner and I was sitting in mine and said to myself, that's it. So I decided then that we, we would be discussing this message in detail. However, before we did that, I wanted mom to explain to our listeners why she wanted to explore or discuss this topic. You can hear her response to that questioning, question by listening to the episode entitled, Now is the Time. So here we are today, after her transition, finally getting to this message out there to you, our listeners. Today's podcast is entitled, The Spirit of Oneness. After this short break, we will launch into this message followed by a conversation with my co-host, Mildred Stinson Cox. So I bring you greetings from Spiritual Living Center of Atlanta. I'm also the chair of the Leadership Council for Centers for Spiritual Living. And I want you to know that I am committed to a radical spiritual awakening in humanity that calls for our, upon our moral imagination and personal development. I've been working with a affirmation lately that comes from a book uh, called The Magic of Intuition by Florin Shovel Shin. Anybody know that book? Great little book. Uh, and there's a, I believe it's in chapter five. She says, now is the appointed time. Now is the appointed time. And ever since I read that, it's just been, in the last several months, been ringing in my consciousness over and over again. Take a breath and say that with me. 
Now is the appointed time. It's the appointed time for your awakening. It's the appointed time for the expansion of what we know. It's the appointed time to waken up to our divinity. It's the appointed time to really understand the, the radical implications of what we teach in this New Thought tradition. It's the appointed time to claim the radical healing power of what we have. It's the appointed time to start my timer so I don't overextend my welcome here. All right. <laughs> Now is the appointed time to apply the wisdom of who we are to a world that is divided, confused, and at war with itself. Now is the appointed time to understand the wisdom of oneness, which is my title today, the value of our teaching in a divided world. Make no mistake, our teaching is needed in the world today. Our consciousness is needed in the world today. Your consciousness is needed in the world today. And if I was in a Pentecostal church this morning, I would say, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, go ahead, let's practice. <laughs> neighbor, your consciousness is needed in the world. Turn to the other person on the other side, said, neighbor, your consciousness is needed in the world. Yeah, you're doing good. A little Pentecostal practice there. Now, if I throw off the jacket, we're going to have to pull out the B3M and then have, a, have ourselves a real good time. But your consciousness is needed in the world. Make no mistake, today, the ills that our world suffers from are many. They are loud, and they're not going away anytime soon. In fact, if we're telling the truth today, it may get darker before it gets more light. Now, I don't mean anybody harmed today by saying such a non-traditional New Thought thing. I don't mean to frighten you, but I do mean to awaken you to the realities of our current lived experience. If we can be blunt about it, can I be blunt about it? It's midnight in America. If I can really tell the truth after the Supreme Court's most latest actions, it's a little bit past 1201. But take heart, my kumbaya-loving New Thought community. <laughs> Be sure that the isms of the world are nothing more than the thought forms expressing reality and that there's always a greater truth that is always consciousness in action. The consciousness is always in action. That's what we're currently seeing. And that idea that consciousness creates form, consciousness creates reality, is both a blessing and a curse. And it's a blessing because we know that what the mind can do, the mind can undo, right? And it's a curse because we know that we are currently living in the consciousness that has gone before us. The consciousness of those that have come before us and put the things in place through error thinking of us and them and all the other things that are going on. The consciousness that has gone before us creates the reality that we're standing in today. Am I making sense? There is an atmosphere or a consciousness that has gone before us which seeks to dismantle the rights of citizens and treat the majority of us like second-class citizens. And I say us because while it doesn't look like I'm the target, in fact, if I'm really honest about it, I look like the one who's causing all the problems. Cisgendered, heteronormative male. And so while I might, look, might not look like the target, I believe in the power of oneness. I believe, as Ernest Holmes, the founder of Religious Science Centers for Spiritual Living, says that we are one body with many expressions. We are one body with many expressions. I believe deeply in the wisdom of oneness, which means that there is no other. Only one thing happening here. 
one consciousness unfolding, the all. But this is just the beginning. Understanding such wisdom, what I call the valuable spiritual coin that we bring to the marketplace of spiritual ideas. You know, there are people gathered all around the country, and I'm sure right here in this city, in sanctuaries just as beautiful as this, who don't believe and are not peddling the spiritual coin of oneness, right? There's a reason you chose here and not somewhere else. Maybe you passed a few of them on the way here. But we believe in the spiritual coin of oneness, but believing in that is just the beginning. If we follow the radical implications of oneness, what we know is that such wisdom does not mean that we don't call out bad behavior or dangerous lies or attacks on our siblings in humanity. Silence is not oneness. Silence is complicit participation in division. It's promoting the separation of our one family. But we offer a powerful spiritual coin unique in this marketplace. Oneness infused with this wisdom requires a disciplined mind and responsible actions of demonstration. A disciplined mind and responsible actions of demonstration. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, the next voice you will hear will be none other than my beloved mother, Mildred Stinson Cox, as we have a conversation on the spirit of oneness. The spirit of oneness, as I said, God is a spirit. And although the pastor um, God was on on sabbatical taking some much needed rest, the spirit of oneness was still at work. And so when Reverend Alexander had an opportunity to speak there at Unity, he was a, a spokesman at this time to this congregation to say it is time for us to be active and bring our values to this divided world, which I think is um, a beautiful illustration as to how spirit works. I must say that unity is the grassroots, or should be, 
of all our aspiration toward God. Because we are divided, we don't get nowhere. But singleness of mind would take us a long ways. So I, I, I have over the years listened to the unity. I listened to the Baptists. I listened to the Pentecost. But the oneness of spirit, the oneness of spirit, regardless to what organization you are umbrella under, we don't never need to forget that it's oneness of spirit. And who is that spirit? God. God Almighty. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with the world today, um, in my opinion. We we have ruled out the spirit of God and place religion. And that's dangerous. To be caught up with a lot of rules and regulation and leaving the spirit of God out. Yeah, because sometimes we have a tendency that say if you're not Pentecostal and you might be Baptist, that you ain't going to heaven because, you know, certain values or certain things that you do, you know. If you wasn't at one point in the Church of God, you couldn't even wear lipstick and stuff like that. You know, you had to wear your dresses down to your, um, all the way down to the floor almost. Just certain things, and then you know Martin Luther King even said one of the most divided days of the of the week is on Sunday morning when you go into all the different churches. You know we don't come together as one, and so you know I guess as I grew up, I mean you know we we I'm just very I'm overwhelmed I'm I'm full because I I've been exposed to so much, not knowing really where I was going to be. Um, and what I mean by that is I grew up in a home, number one, that taught me diversity, taught me how to deal with different people and different backgrounds, taught us how we, even though we were in the Church of God, we still affiliated with different people of different faiths. Um, and so I was, it was demonstrated. It was, it was, taught and instilled in me. Even the high school that I even attended, Monroe Middle, Monroe Middle and High School, was a diverse community. Um, so I was blessed. And then I was blessed to even go to a Church of God school, um, you know, Lee, Lee College at the time, Lee University, but very much of a minority there, but yet was able to, to spend five years. And yes, I experienced some racism. And yes, I experienced some things that were different for me and yes I had experience in my freshman year having a history teacher to come to class with a Ku Klux Klan um, suit on and um, different things that I've experienced but you know for some reason it disturbed a lot of us but it didn't get the best of me because I guess I knew how to deal with certain things so for me to have been where I am right now and, and, and even just, I, I'm going to just put this out, um, the way even with my, uh, how my parents dealt with homosexuality. Um, we had a congregant that was in the church and I saw how they embraced 
that person and they loved that person. And that person, to be honest with you, became almost like a member of our family. And God knows she's she's no longer here, but she was a beautiful, beautiful person. And I, I've seen that demonstration power of love acting in my parents, even though we were in something that to some degree, in, in my point, that I'm not seeing, that I didn't ever really see reflected overall. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, this oneness, this oneness teaching is so important. Because, like you say, it doesn't matter what organization or religion or whatever we, we divide ourselves among, but there's only one God, one spirit, and one body. My friends, we have come to the end of another episode of A Voice of Progression. I would like to say that it has been a great pleasure. As my mom say, it was a good pleasure a God pleasure to have had an opportunity to do this podcast with my mom. Funny thing about this whole thing is I knew that there would be one day that she would depart from me. I was always hoping that it would never be the other way around. But I wanted to have something to remember my mom words of wisdom and I am so grateful that I had an opportunity to record many conversations with her. We can live life with intention and with purpose and I want I am so glad and so grateful to have had an opportunity to spend many many years creating wonderful moments creating wonderful memories and just loving on my beautiful, wonderful mother, Mildred Cox. We are going to continue with many, many different topics, conversations, and we're definitely going to keep the spirit of Mildred Cox on this podcast. We thank you, my friends, those of you who I know and some of you I might not know for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We trust and pray that it was a blessing to you today and we look forward to touching bases with you real, real soon. Voice.